Ah, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody to the Dev on Sports show. Dev on Sports. That's right, your host Devin Polk. Some of y'all may know me as Swervo Dev on Instagram. So go hit that button. You know, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Swervo Dev, uh, TikTok, Swervo Dev. You know, whatever it is, follow me. Add me on the uh, socials. But before we start with this, yes, I am back with my sports show. I haven't done it in a year. Last time I did, I made predictions, but I never got back to them. So this year, you know, I'm going to try to be fully invested into it. I'm going to try to do my best for y'all because I know sports is a big thing, especially with every, with this virus and how everything is about to just not go back to normal, but everything is slowly coming back slowly. So I'm going to try to be fully invested into the sports show. I know I was two years ago, so I'm going to try to get back to it. Before I do, I just wanted to make a quick shout out. Listen to the We Get Down podcast. We Get Down podcast. iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, whatever, whatever you know you got, whatever you name, they're on it. YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, all that. And also, uh, um, make sure y'all wear your mask. It's COVID nineteen. This is serious. Um, you know the the cases are coming up. Even more than before So make sure whenever y'all go outside Y'all near somebody Just put on your mask You know make sure You know everything is cool If you got kids You know make sure everything cool for them Uh, Let's get into the show right So you know every year Madden comes out with their ratings And it every year it always It always like it's funny to me Because the way they rate And because it's not accurate And I say this for a reason Now I live in Philadelphia Yes, I'm an Eagles fan. Now, am I going to be a homer sometimes? Yes, I am. But it's just in my DNA. That's how every fan base is. Every fan base got them fans to where no matter what they do, they're always going to be on their side, right? Nikki, Cardi B, Eagles, Patriots, you know, whoever, you know, the brand, whoever fan base they got, they're always going to be on their side, right? So they came out, Madden came out with a QB list for Madden. Man, uh, 21. And I'm going to just read this off to y'all. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Two, Russell Wilson. Okay, I agree with that. Three, Lamar Jackson. All right, you know. Yes, I agree with that, too. You know, he's a cover athlete. He's not going to be the top athlete, but, you know, he's the cover athlete. Four, Drew Brees. Five, Tom Brady. Six, Aaron Rodgers. Seven, Matt Ryan. Eight, Deshaun Watson. Nine, Carson Wentz. And ten, Dak Prescott. Now, y'all gonna y'all listening to this list and like, okay, what's your problem with the list? My problem is with the ratings. How in the in any world is Carson Wentz the same rating as Dak Prescott? Did y'all hear what I said? Let me say that again for the people in the back that's not listening. And what earth is Carson Wentz in the same? How is Carson Wentz the same? Rating as Dak Prescott. The only the only argument you could give to me is that Dak Prescott never been injured. That's it. That's it. You there's no other there's no other debate on why Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz is an eighty. Hey, first of all, it's disrespectful to Carson Wentz to have him at an 84. 84? Really? Yeah, y'all couldn't put him at an 88, 80, 87, 88. Y'all had to put him at an 84. That's disrespectful. Hey, hey, how is Dak Prescott? Star quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Now I give him credit. He had two, he won two out of, out of the four years he's been playing. He won two division titles. 
I give him credit for that. But what else did he do? What else did Dak Prescott do? They never won a championship. Oh, but Dev, that, that was Nick Foles. But yeah, Carson Wentz got to him to 13-3. That's got home field advantage, and that's how Nick Foles and, and you know, we was able to win a Super Bowl. What did Dak Prescott do? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Dak Prescott got a top five O-line, top three receiving core, top three running back, and yet he didn't win anything. But yeah, with Carson Wentz, he has scout team players, people that you haven't even heard of. I never heard of Greg Ward before he came onto the scene last year. I never heard of some of the receivers that he had out there. That's how badly injured they was. And yet Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott is both at 84. Now that's just disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Hey, hey, how is Dak Prescott tied with Carson Wentz in rating? How is that possible? Did you see what Carson Wentz did? It's a stat. Carson Wentz is the only quarterback ever in history. The ever. One of the fewest quarterbacks ever to throw more than 20 touchdowns and less than seven interceptions in three straight seasons. Did you hear what I said? Let me wind that back for y'all again. Carson Wentz is the one of the few rare quarterbacks to ever, ever in the history of the NFL before I was even thought of to ever throw more than 20 in the, 20 touchdowns and seven interceptions and three back-to-back-to-back seasons. Oh, well, David. No, Carson Wentz did not have a better receiver core than Dak Prescott. Oh, well, the O-line. Um, okay, the O-line. Fairly match. Oh, well, the running. No. You can't sit here and tell me that Miles Sanders is better than Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I like Miles Sanders. Now, don't get me wrong. The brother can play. He showed y'all last year. But hey, let's, let's, let's quit the town fully. Oh, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, Miles Sanders is better than Ezekiel Elliott. Let's stop the parade right now. Because if you try to sit here and try to justify, like, I even hear on, you know, radio shows that, oh, yeah, well, it's the, the division was down last year. Yeah, Carson Wentz beat up on bad teams. So it's Carson Wentz's fault that the Redskins and Giants been trashed since 2010. It's Carson Wentz's fault that Dallas underperformed last year. I didn't know I didn't know Carson Wentz had a star on his helmet. I didn't know Carson Wentz played for Dallas. I didn't know Carson Wentz got drafted by the blue and white. Oh, because he didn't. He got drafted by the green. Bleed green. But yet, Carson Wentz doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Carson Wentz doesn't get the credit that he deserved because the division was down last year. Or because the Cowboys didn't play up to expectations. That's why Carson went. That's why they don't give him the credit that he deserves. 
Folks, I just want y'all to look at the facts, okay? I want y'all to look at the facts. Last year, Dallas and Philadelphia met up. They met up. I believe they was both 7-7. Seven and seven. Game in Philly. Dak Prescott had the better O-line, better receivers, better running backs. And he couldn't get the job done. He, they didn't score more than 10 points. But yet, him and Carson Wentz is the same rating. I just want you to think about that for a minute. Last year when the Cowboys was steamrolling over these teams, they was 3-0. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys look like they back. The Cowboys, look, they about to win a championship. Um, where was that same energy when Carson Wentz took the Eagles to the playoffs? What nothing? Oh, oh, the division was bad. Well, where was that same energy when Dak Prescott whooped the Giants and Redskins and Miami Butts three and zero in the first couple seasons? Oh, I don't hear no critics now. So why we hear critics then? Because y'all know that Carson Wentz is special. Y'all know that Carson Wentz. Is a generational type of talent. Y'all know. That he's better than Dak Prescott. Y'all know this. And I know this. So let's stop. Let's stop acting like we don't know what was going on. Let's stop acting like. That him and Dak Prescott is on the same. Level. Because they're not. Really? Madden? Really Madden? Both 84s? Really? And it's not even me being the Eagles homer. It's the truth. Carson Wentz should have been at least at 87. At 84, though? Come on, man. You got to do better. <clears throat> okay, on to the next topic. Uh, Like I said before in the beginning of the show, all these sports is coming back, right? So that means you know, a lot of topics to talk about. And... With the NBA coming back, you know, you fellas had rest, you know, all this stuff. But I wake up today and, I, you know, I go on Twitter, you know, Twitter is like Twitter is like the new newspaper, right? Yeah, you, you wake up, go on Twitter, see the daily news. Oh, bam. OK, I'm about to go do what I got to do. Why did <laughs> and this is kind of funny, but. Who is it that's snitching? In the NBA bubble. Like, y'all really snitching in the NBA bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put that number down, y'all, and y'all really serious. Oh, yeah, I'm. Hey, hey, David Stern, yeah, LeBron went to go get some Chick fil A. Hey. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, Ben Simmons went to go get some McDonald's. Yeah, Joel and B went to go see it. Y'all really snitching in the NBA circle. Y'all must be. How? Really? Really? Oh boy! Wait, hey, forget about that. I wanted to go in the NBA for this reason. So, you know, like I said, with the teams being back, you know, let, let's break down. You know, who could potentially win a championship? And you know, I'm gonna start from ten to one because I feel like it's ten teams that can win the championship. Yeah, I feel like it's ten teams that can win the championship, and. 
But I, I feel like it's 10 teams that can win a championship, but like maybe like three or four really that can win. All right. Number 10, <clears throat> I'm going to say Miami Heat. Now, people is going to, excuse me, people is going to come back at me, but y'all got to remember Miami Heat was a surprise team. Miami Heat, nobody expected them to be this good. I mean, let's be honest, I did because I saw Jimmy Butler go down there. I know the the Rough Riders that they had down there, I knew they was going to be special. I didn't think they was going to be this special. They, you know, they're they're fourth and fifth in the East. They, so, all that home court advantage is taken out. So, 10 is Miami. Nine, I put the Utah Jazz. They lost They lost one of their best wing players in Bogdanovich. If they didn't, I'll probably have them higher. Utah Jazz, Mike Conley has been playing good. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is still down. You don't know how his relationship with Rudy Gobert is. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And, they lost, like I said, they lost one of their best wing players. So, that's going to be a tough one to overcome. Number seven, I would say Houston Rockets. Um, and I say that for a reason. Now, Houston is is a bit different. Houston, they they could jump from my seven to like four or five, but I gotta wait until Hart. I mean, Westbrook and Harden shows up to see what kind of shape they in, because obviously Westbrook got tested for the coronavirus, and like I said, that's we all know that's nothing to be played with. And I think I believe Harden came out saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for them to uh." He's going to come and join with Russ down in Orlando. Number six, I put Philadelphia. And that's where they're at right now in the East. Look, Philadelphia is under, the Sixers underachieved this year. And I've been on this bandwagon to fire Brett Brown for two seasons now. It's time for him to go. Brett Brown, do you know the team that they have? Like, really? Like, people was expecting the Sixers to come out of the East. They had them come, they had them beat Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, you know, Indiana, definitely Miami, but they they expected Philadelphia to come out the East, and with the the talent that they have, the the crew that they have, they're under underachieving this year. And I believe that it's time for Brett Brown to go. That's right, I said it. Y'all Philadelphians can be mad at me all y'all want. Brett Brown, it is time to go. Hey, ain't no way he's still this coach because you had Jimmy Butler last year. Last year you you had Ben Simmons, JJ Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. Hey, you. You made it to the second round now, yes. Kawhi Leonard did make a double, you know, quadruple doinker. But still, if you would you you wouldn't been in that situation if you put yourself in that situation right. Yeah, you had that crew. Okay, fair enough. Quadruple doinker. You come back. Everybody expected you to come out the East. Why? Because you traded Jimmy Butler for Josh Josh Richardson. You got Al Horford and replaced. And yet, so your starting five was Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias. Al, Al Horford, who never played the four spot ever in his life, ever. But yet, obviously, Brett Brown make it happen. And then you got Joel Embiid. And you don't have a bad bench. I mean, yeah, the bench got to improve, but still. It's time for Brett Brown to go. If you don't make it to at least the third round of playoffs or higher, it is time for him to go. I have Philadelphia at six. Number five, I put the Denver Nuggets. Now, why do I put Denver ahead of Philadelphia? Because... They got, I, be, I believe in Denver more than Philadelphia. And here's why. The head coaching. I believe in Mike Malone's system more than Brett Brown. And yes, I'm a Philadelphia. I love the Sixers. But the truth is the truth. I believe that if they, Denver and Philly, would play, it would be a close matchup. But I think I picked Denver in that situation. Number four, Boston Celtics. 
I put Boston in there because of the crew that they have too. You can't look. Four players are averaging more than twenty points, if not higher, on that team. Four: Kemba, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Hayward. Now, not just that, they have a great, excellent head coach at Brad Stevens, who always gives the Sixers problems. They have an excellent system, excellent owner, GM, coach. Boom, boom, boom. And then they got players, like I said, who average more than 20 points. Four of them that average 20 points. And they're they're, they're, just, they're their dark horse right now. I got them at the dark horse. Number three. Number three. No, actually, flip my four. Flip my three and four. No, no, no. Actually, my bad. No, I'm tripping, y'all. My bad. Number three, I got Milwaukee. And here's why. Milwaukee is limited. They go where Giannis go. If Giannis don't play good, they don't play good. Look, Middleton is a good second man. He's a good, but he's not great. Giannis and for in order and also for the Milwaukee fans, look, when Giannis is just like Ben Simmons for us, right? When they start hitting that three, they could be something special. Now Giannis is already special. You know, we, we ain't no Ben to come. He kind of coming, but if Giannis could hit that three. They can definitely win a championship this year. And I could definitely see it. But until Giannis hit that three and until Middleton becomes great, not he becomes from good to great, then Milwaukee is at my number three. Number two is obviously the L.A. Lakers. And I picked the Lakers for this reason. They're not deep as my number one, the Clippers. The Lakers, they, they have LeBron and AD. I totally get that. But losing Avery Bradley, losing Rondo for a couple I believe four to six weeks really hurt them at the guard position. Yes, they got Alex Caruso. Yes, they got uh, KCP, Caldwell Pope. Yes, they have all these dudes. But at the end of the day, the Clippers got four to five players that could guard LeBron. Now, yes, if you're hearing this, I'm basically saying AD got to step his game up. AD got to be LeBron, what LeBron was in Miami. He got to step up and be that force of nature. He got to... He got to take it to the next level in order for L.A., the Lakers, to make it to the finals and win. And obviously, like I said, my number one is the L.A. Clippers. Why do I say that? They're deep. They're made to beat LeBron. They they have a special group there. And I don't know if this going to happen. Because when Toronto won, I'm like, ain't no way that they're going to let Kawhi Leonard come to another team and win another championship. But, yeah, when he made that trade for Paul George, when they made that trade... It could, it could happen. And you got to look at their lineup, man. Like I said, they got three to four or five different players that could guard LeBron. So it's not like one person sticking to LeBron all game. and then you No, know, it's not like that. They could switch bodies up. They got Pat Bev. They got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris. That's right, Marcus Morris. Uh, Zubox. They got Sweet Lou coming off the bench. Who else? They got Montrez Harrell. Him and Lou Williams is a deadly duo coming off the bench. Landry Shamit, um, they got. I don't think Shamit is coming, but that's a that's a loss for them. But they still got more bodies that can guard LeBron, and they they're made to to win the game. The way the team is set up, they're made to win in this style of uh, game this year. So yeah, I think that's my ranking. Um, you know, comment. You know, let me know what y'all think. Um, but yeah, that's my ranking. And like I said before. Back to the Sixers thing. The reason why I have them at six because three to six or seven could get they could be all move around, but 
you have to understand, Brett Brown, like, okay, we, we gave you a pass from the beginning because you you uh you inherited a bad team, right? You inherited a bad team, a bad organization, a bad franchise. We totally get all that. But at the same time, we also gave you players to work with. Ben Simmons is not no scrub. Joel Embiid is not no scrub. E, Elton Brand and Jim made that trade last year with the Clippers to get Tobias Harris. He's not a scrub. He made that trade for to get Jimmy Butler, but you let him walk out the door for Brett Brown. Look, these play, Josh Richardson, he's not no scrub. Al Horford, he's not no scrub. The, look, and I don't mean to get on Brett Brown like this, but the truth is the truth. Al Horford never played this badly ever in his career. He never played this badly, and he never played the fourth spot. Why? Because he came to Philly. He's, he's under Brett Brown. Now, now I hear things. Brett Brown is an amazing teacher, amazing coach. He's amazing all this. But I don't – look, he's been here for, what, six, seven, eight, nine years now? It's time for him to go. You gave him all the pieces. You gave him all the assets to push your, push the team out, and yet – he haven't made it to the conference finals not once with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You know how many people would die for that duo? And then you had Tobias Harris, straight scorer. And then you got Al Horford. And you got Josh Richardson. Come on, man. We got to be serious about this, man. It's time for Brett to go. It is. And like I said, we love the brother. Either we love him, but it's time for him to go. We gave you all the assets, all the pieces in order for you to be great. And yet... You haven't showed up to the plate. It's time It's time for you to go, bro. It is time for you to go. All right, y'all. Well, y'all know what this is, man. This this is, you know, uh, this, that was fun. That was a fun time doing this. Um, I had a good time, man. My Like I said, first day back in a year. I'm going to try to do this uh, more consistently throughout the year, especially since sports is about to come back. Um, I believe the NBA will be back in a week or two. Baseball is back already. Um, soccer, you know, uh, football. They're not. I know for Pennsylvania, they're not letting nobody inside the Sixers or Eagles. You know, things like that until February of next year. So, uh, you know, things are coming back, man. We're slowly getting back into life. And like I said before, keep your mask on. Stay safe out there, man. This has been Dev on Sports with your boy Devin Polk, man. I'm out.